You're listening to A Day in the Life of Nellie B, the podcast. Hey guys, it's your girl Chanel, aka Nellie B. And as much as I said that I wasn't planning to talk about it here so much on the podcast, given what has happened in the past 24 to 48 hours, I figured I would just come on and chat a bit with you guys and share my thoughts on this interesting uh, situation that has come about regarding the model Gabriella Bernard, uh, former model and pageant queen Wendy Fitzwilliam, and the Caribbean Next Top Model franchise. So, in this particular episode of Caribbean's Next Top Model, it was a transformation episode where, if you're familiar with any of the franchises of Next Top Model, they do like you know crazy things too. Well, not so crazy, but they give the models a pretty drastic change in terms of their aesthetic, especially when it comes to their hair. So, I've seen models with long hair get really short blonde cuts i've seen models with naturally black hair been dyed blonde i've seen models with short hair get extensions down all the way to their backsides and then some this was a similar case of gabriella so in that episode they were going to relax her hair now Gabriella. I'm familiar with her because she has done work with one of my favorite designers, Benny Caribe. She is like, I guess, the face of Benny Caribe. I've seen her model many of their pieces on their social media and in magazines. She has a beautiful head of natural hair. Her hair is thick. Volume. It's all a volume. I would guess her hair is like a type four. I think it's about type 4 for those of you who are familiar with the hair typing system here's a type 4 so they apparently decided to relax her hair this essentially uh did not sit well with her based on the clip that was circulating on social media she had a bit of a, a minor meltdown for lack of a better term she was visibly upset at the notion of relaxing her hair but in the end of the clip, you saw that her hair was indeed straightened and um, she and Wendy Fitzwilliam had a bit of an exchange while they were judging one of her photos. So, I mean, the first thing I want to talk about is what does it mean to be a model? Now, for those of you who may not know, I modeled plus size many years ago. I modeled for about three years off and on for different uh, stores, designers, etc., and from my own little experience, and I say my experience is not much, a model is essentially a walking uh, canvas in which a designer, you know, the, you, a designer uses you to showcase their design. It's about the design. <clears throat> it's not necessarily about you. And in many instances your features will have to change to suit that design. I remember when I was, uh, my hair was relaxed and I was modeling for a designer. They wanted longer hair on everybody. So I then had to go and get extensions done. Um, when I was transitioning at one point in time, even though I had my hair in a really cool style, they did not want that style, so I had to go braid my hair. I mean, these are just really basic examples of things being added onto my hair. But in the case of Gabriella, 
they wanted to completely alter the texture of her hair. Now, being natural for the past six years, my hair is part of my identity. So I could have understood her frustration in, you know, them wanting to change something that is so unique about her and something that makes her who she is. You know, for some people, they say it's just hair. For other persons, it's not always just hair. And I mean, I see both sides of that spectrum. So in many cases, you have to alter your hair somewhat, alter, I mean, how your makeup is done. A lot of things about you have to change to match what the designer wants. Now, in the event of this show, it's not so much a designer, rather their team, that is Wendy Fitzwilliam and her squad, I, I don't know who the other gentlemen are, who would have decided what um, transformation these girls would have gone under. So in this case, it's what they wanted for her and not necessarily what she would have wanted for herself. I'm sure she would have wanted to keep her natural hair. But like I said, she compromised and she did, in fact, relax her hair. Which brings me to my next point. I'm pretty sure that her, along with any other models who would have taken part in any of these franchises, know that there is some sort of transformation that goes into being part of the show. I'm pretty sure that they would have signed a contract, some sort of waiver, something of the sort, in order to be a part of the show. And I'm, I'm sure, I mean, if anyone knows the inside details, let me know, but... I'm pretty sure that there is some sort of, of disclaimer in the contract that may be signed that says that, you know, there is a transformation that could happen regarding your look, your hair. And a transformation could mean absolutely anything, you know? So my thing is, if it is you want to be a model, then you have to be prepared for that as well. But with that said... <clears throat> I also believe that if they wanted straight hair on her, they could have used other means to straighten her hair. Flat iron, silk press, weave, wigs. There are so many different options that you can use. Even crochet braid, you have straight crochet hair that you can use. There are so many different options that you can use instead of actually chemically altering her hair. So, I mean, they could have looked into that as well as an option. They, I'm guessing they didn't, but oh well. And that also makes me question, do these hairstylists that they use even know how to deal with, with, um, with textured hair, more specifically with Afro-textured hair? That's a question that kind of, you know, came to mind. And in a lot of instances... In many, in my own personal instances, they don't. I've had very few experiences where the hairdresser actually knew what to do with my hair as a natural woman, or the hairdresser, hairstylist, knew what to do with my hair as a natural woman. I've had very, very, very few instances where the hairstylist was like, don't worry, I have you. And were able to do a style that would satisfy the designer but would not compromise the integrity of my kinky curly hair. Now, one of the main things, and my girlfriend Mo pointed this out in her status, added my girlfriend Shari, and before they even said it, I got it off the bat. I think a lot of people missed this. 
Because, I mean, we're so accustomed and we're so conditioned to the post-colonial society mindset where persons, you know, see Afro-textured hair as unacceptable. That they automatically assume that when Wendy mentioned professional, that she meant that Gabriella's hair, her natural hair, was unprofessional. That is not the case. What I got from it and what a couple other persons got from it was that her reaction, her, like I said, her, her minor meltdown was seen as unprofessional and held up things at the salon. So, although I, I, I when these, uh, I guess her tone, something about the exchange left a, a slightly sour taste in the back of my throat. But at the same time, I understand what she was saying with regards to Gabriella's behavior. Now, with that said, I understand Gabriella's uh, situation. I was a bit disappointed that she did succumb to the pressure, you know, and relax her hair. But I understand why. This is an opportunity for something big, something beyond her, where you can get access to international modeling contracts, model all over the world. You know, it, it would broaden her horizon had she continued to be a part of the competition because Gabriella herself said, you know, she would eliminate herself if they relaxed her hair. So, I mean, I, I understand you know, her conforming, I don't like to use the word conforming, but I understand her word conforming to what they wanted so that she could have gotten ahead. But at the same time, it just takes me back to the fact that black women had to straighten their hair, had to wear wigs, had to wear weaves in order to be seen as palatable or more socially acceptable to the wider audience. And I mean, it all is 2018. The kink and curl of my hair should not be a factor as to why I don't get a job, why I don't uh, reach a certain place, no matter how hard I work. You know what I mean? So to me, at the same time, is there is two sides to it. What I do think, though, is that we need a complete paradigm shift in how natural hair is seen on a whole. Not just in the fashion world, but in the real world. If you look at what has happened, even in our own country, where just what? This month, the child who, and I'm paraphrasing here, when the Indo-Trinidadian teacher made mention of her hair, and she said, this is, you know, my hair, how I'm embracing it. And she's like, oh, well, you might as well wear a dashiki. When you have instances where a teacher holds down a child, because she said that his hair looked unkempt and took a scissors and zug up this boy's head. I spoke about this in a YouTube video a while back. You know, so living in a post-colonial society, a lot of these ideologies that were ingrained in us for centuries is still there. Where whether we want to believe it or not, we still have biases ingrained into us. We still have the concept of straighter hair, fair skin being seen as better. You know? And then in our plural multicultural society, those with the slightly lighter complexion, those with the softer curls, you know, 
are the ones who you often see in the ads, uh, are the ones who often you see as promotional girls, you know, who you see in the media. I think it is only relatively recent where you really started seeing women with rich melanin hues and Afro-kinky hair actually kind of, and I say kind of because we still have really far to go in this, but, you know, seeing some real Africanness being shown in the media and as international media, our media we're so brainwashed, but I digress. So I think just on a whole, we need a paradigm shift. Not just in terms of fashion, but on a whole. If this is how my hair grows naturally, why is it a problem? Why? If I wear my hair out, it is an issue. But if someone with a straighter texture wears their hair out, it's fine. It is okay. I've seen circumstances where persons with straighter textures have ridiculously unkempt hairstyle and it just tie up in a one, so and tie up in a bun. But I wear a puff. Now, not me specifically, but just saying. I wear a puff in my hair. And it is a problem. Now, there have been one or two circumstances where I have faced discrimination with hair there's one particular manager at a place where i worked years ago she wasn't my manager but she kept telling my she kept telling my manager about why my hair was so unkempt and my manager though not natural said to her at the end of the day whether her hair is relaxed curly ras braided or otherwise my job is not affected i'm still doing my work so she has no issue with my hair. She would even let me color my hair. She said once it wasn't cotton candy pink or neon green, I could get away with my hair color. But like I said, not everyone is fortunate. Now, there's an elephant in the room with all of this. You know, the whole, that video clip, that footage coming to light is the fact that Gabriella has teamed up with these persons to do a documentary, a 20-minute documentary, on her experience, what happened. And it brings me to my last question, per se. Last point, last question. Why now? Don't get me wrong. I'm, you know, a bit saddened by the fact that you know, you have to chatter to alter her hair or conform, quote-unquote. But at the same time, man, I would have been blasting this from the minute I was able to. Why wait to put this out there now? The movie, the documentary, is all about the hype. And as much as I understand the model's uh, perspective as much as I understand the show's perspective I just to some extent question the sincerity of the video being posted now I guess for me 
how I think, how I operate. I would have done things a bit differently. But, I mean, oh well. I'm pretty sure this has a lot of people hyped up and wanting to go see the documentary. Will I go? I, I don't know. I I honestly, I don't know. Because I'm still very much two-sided on this. As a natural hair blogger, I think that no one should have to alter their hair permanently to suit someone else's aesthetic. As a model, I understand that I'm just a canvas for a designer to use. I also understand that there are more than one ways to straighten African key hair. So I understand all of these things and I just, I personally cannot um, come to a definite stance on what happened because there's so many different factors involved. I will just, like I said, I lay the evidence, lay everything out to you all and you guys decide where you stand. But I'm just going to reiterate one last time for persons who got in their emotions. And I saw a lot of my Facebook colleagues getting in their emotion. They're so disappointed in Wendy, etc. Like I didn't, like I said, I didn't quote, I didn't like the interaction that happened in the, the, what is that? The judging room. And that did leave, like I said, a funny taste in the back of my throat regarding how I see Wendy. But at the same time, guys, Wendy did not say that Gabriella's hair was unprofessional. She said her behavior. Just something to think about. As with everything else I've said. So, let me know your thoughts. Y'all know how to find me. Follow me on all my social media. Follow me on my blog. So you guys let me know who was right, who was wrong. What do you think about the timing of this coming to light? Since it's going to be a um, part of a documentary happening in the film festival within the next coming days let me know your thoughts i'm looking forward to hearing them as always thank you guys so much for tuning in until next time take care and god bless bye